Delight Breakfast with Asha and Nan. Brought to you by Maybank. Today on K-Wave, we chat with Malaysian producer and songwriter Zayson, who happens to be a K-pop music mastermind. Zayson, I guess briefly, we need to ask you how you got into music. I first got into music, I would say, uh, back in high school, I played um, bass guitar and my friends and I started like a band and I think that's how I first started. Oh, no way. Before that, I actually learned to play drums. Oh, okay. You started off with drums. Yeah, not for long though, just maybe like three months. And then um, uh, I think more than drums, I fell in love with bass mm-hmm. and started listening to a lot of bands. And uh, I would say that's how I got started. Like, So what was your first me. band name? That is a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can ever know. Only my high school friends can tease me about it when is, they. Is it, when is it as bad up. as that? No, no, I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just, I think personally, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you can relate, but like, yeah, high school band names, a little bit cringy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I went to business school. I kind of played bass on the side, but after business school, I went to music school and studied audio engineering and. That's where I learned how to record and, uh, you know, tweak the sounds on my own. And then I realized audio engineering was not what I wanted to do, not the end goal. I realized I wanted to make music. So um, from there, I interned at various studios. I like met different music producers and um, was so lucky uh, to learn from them little tips and advice. And then... Uh, I think it was 2017 when I decided to be my own man. I changed the spelling of my name to um, Z-A-Y-S-O-N. Mm-hmm. It was um, always Zayson, but uh, my real name is a Chinese name. But uh, when I was young, I went to an American international school, so nobody could say it correctly. Mm-hmm. It's like Zersen, Huang uh-huh. Zersen, okay. but they would say, oh, it's like Jason, Zayson, you know. So I was always Jason, but I didn't actually spell it this way until I decided to use it as my producer name. And then, where am I in this journey now? Um, You're in 2017, and and you've become (laughs) a producer, and you've gone out on your own, and now you're fully (laughs) Zasonized. Exactly, that's right. Um, So from there, I think the opportunities that came to me were... uh, sort of more towards k-pop and then i think at that point i took whatever opportunity i had in front of me and tried my best in every situation and then it worked out and i even moved here three and a half years ago and oh it's been a crazy roller coaster ride so let me ask you from Mm -hmm. a producer's perspective what are the elements that make a k-pop song so you've got people with their wants and desires all the way from the you know record label down to the artist maybe so what do you then have to do in your job what elements do you have to pull together to make a a song a good song i think it's different for everybody but for me i try not to think too much of if it's k-pop or not but at the end of the day you have to and then so what makes it k-pop to me in my process would be big part of it is the structure i think in k-pop there's like more sections in Mm. a song i'm not sure but if you're familiar with like verse pre-chorus and then the chorus hook and a post-chorus with like some more la 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 or na 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 (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. really like earworm um, 
and then you got to have a bridge and and then the last hook and maybe even an outro but i think k-pop songs tend to need more sections mm-hmm. whereas um a non-k-pop song especially like western pop or something is more about just one vibe mm-hmm. and uh, and less sections or yeah but i think k-pop is getting um is always evolving and taking like the best elements of music all around the world and uh so sometimes the lines are getting blurred i think these days but for me when i write for k-pop i think a lot about the sections and each section it's got to be a moment like you have to keep the listener's attention very deliberately okay so help me understand here so in the process you would have say the the songwriter and you yourself are a songwriter as well right yes sir okay so therefore an artist or a label comes to you and say we have the song in mind and then you know with any luck they've given you some sheet music so you have a pretty good idea right um and then you try to put it all together and you try to add elements that they haven't thought about would that be about accurate yeah or well, they they never give sheet music actually oh, okay. say, yeah sorry non um, i don't know i don't know about 100 years you know, ago. it's all good it's all good <laughs> it's really fun to hear sometimes too like what people think like about how it works behind the scenes but it's probably different for everyone too but as far as i know um I have a okay so I'm signed to a publisher and they're in charge of pitching and selling my songs for me. Mm-hmm. But of course at the same time I'm free to do so myself with my own friends or artist friends and then they will send my publisher will send me what we call leads mm-hmm. or some some people call them briefs mm-hmm. and it's like a list of what companies artists are looking for what type of sound Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll just collect songs from all over the world and so just based off of that tiny information it's up to us to like research more about that artist or yeah come up with our own conclusion about what they might want next or what they should do next and then it's like free for all like so what kind of advice would you give to people anyone actually who want to pursue a career in K-pop I would say number one good songs and that's very subjective right so mm-hmm. but i think when i say good i mean like commercially good and i don't mean just mainstream commercial i just mean there's a kind of sensibility of what is actually palatable for most people and what is like um pleasing or interesting and fresh cuz it's all about timing too but uh good songs definitely need that and then two i think sorry back to good songs that includes getting it like mixed mastered mm. professionally the sound quality has got to be competitive with you know what's going on out there and number two i want to say uh budget for planning all the especially in korea where these big companies spend so much money on the visuals and the music videos even if you're going a more indie way you know i think you always have to take care of the budget and have some money to spend on like getting a good video or but then as i say this i think of all these cases where somebody didn't and they blew up without that so yeah yeah, yeah. that's a that's a good point is it difficult for you to write knowing that there are groups with 12 15 members 
Oh, no, not at all. That's like the norm here. I mean, I mean, not 15, but that's the thing about the structure too. I think one of the reasons why there's more sections in a K-pop song is because of all the various members and their roles in the group. Mm -hmm. So that's why in K-pop you hear more like singing for, you know, two bars or four bars and right away there's one line of rap mm. and then back to singing or singing rap or yeah there's all these little moments that just have to seamlessly um keep going and holding the attention so oh it sounds like such a complicated recipe it could go so well and then um explode <laughs> All right, we were speaking to a music producer and songwriter, uh, K-pop mastermind Zayson.